Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined by co-host Max. And we are here to talk about something that's been in our driveways, the Mercedes EQB. Now, Mercedes pitches this as a luxury SUV, and we're kind of here to debate that. And honestly, I don't know exactly where this conversation is going to go, because on some hands, that's kind of right. But also, every time I drove this car, and I want to hear your input, because you also just drove it, um, is it really luxurious or is that just the Mercedes badge? What were your first impressions on your drive you just did from Fort Collins to your house? Yeah. So that was about a 42 mile route. Uh, so just spent a little bit of time with it. I also drove the EQE as the U recently that we had, which is granted a more higher end Mercedes product, but uh, this 354 Matic spec of the EQB, I found to be comfortable but not overly luxurious, not very high on tech features. And depending on who you are, maybe that's a good thing. It felt to me like this is a great, I don't want to stereotype too much, but mom spec car, or let's just, let's just say it's a car for someone who's not super, uh, super big on tech and EVs. Cause a lot of things about this Mercedes right away just told me, okay, this is easy to figure out. It's not very sophisticated. It's not super fancy, like a tricked out EQE. EQS or what have you. Yeah. It's kind of that weird middle ground. And you have to think about the price, um, like what you're getting for your money. And on one hand, okay, you're getting a Mercedes SUV for only in this case, 60 grand. That's cool. If you just tell people I drive an electric Mercedes SUV, they're going to suddenly have this weird respect for you because of the Mercedes badge. But if you stop and think about it, which I did, cause I just did the range test today. I was like, Oh, when I start thinking about the options, this one was equipped with granted it's how it was equipped, but that's how Mercedes sent it to us. It wasn't like we didn't ask for a base model. They just sent us a pretty stripped down model. The only option was heated seats. And so it had no keyless entry, which is shocking because I just feel like that should be standard on anything deemed luxury. And also 
no adaptive cruise control, no lane centering, which is okay, but this doesn't even have lane departure warning or assist. Like it is the spec the same as my Miata, except my 10 year old Miata does have keyless entry. So <laughs> that's a bit puzzling. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe it's like when you think about what does luxury mean? Um, I guess this can be specced to luxury, but I just feel like you should get more as a standard. Like why would Mercedes be okay with giving someone a vehicle with so little options? Are they really trying to penny pinch that way? If I can play devil's advocate, part of this might be that, you know, we're car reviewers. We drive a lot of vehicles, usually that aren't base spec, right? We're pretty used mm -hmm. to driving max out options, packages, looking at all the tech. So when we do get a base spec vehicle, it's an interesting opportunity, but it also reminds us, I think, how, especially with luxury brands, how stripped down you get, you are on features. Like you were saying, all of those safety features, which come standard on any modern Mazda, Honda, Toyota product, they're just um, add-ons on this rather expensive Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of disappointing. But so yeah, when I drove this, I was like, initially I was like, oh, this is nice. It's an electric, basically GLB, because I spent a lot of time with the GLB back when we had it last year, or I guess earlier this year, I don't know when that was, um, which was, you know, the gas version of this vehicle. So perhaps we should rewind a little bit. This is a basically electrified version of an existing gas platform, which we've seen before. That's nothing new. We've seen this done by Volvo. We've seen this done by BMW with the i4. That's a whole other podcast topic for another day as far as like platform development and sharing. But for this one, it is compromised in some ways. But honestly, I would have felt way more luxurious inside of it if it had some of those basic options um and i i almost feel like i would have rather they just had a higher entry level price and just let people opt for that and it comes with more options i guess it's marring the brand a little bit if you sell something this base especially because perhaps some rental companies would sell this because who would actually like buy this spec is what i'm trying to wonder this does have fleet vehicle written over it a lot because it does have like you know getting in it it did have that impressive mercedes presence it's not just the badge it has that cool lighting i think they do a great job of the interior lighting this the material quality was decent uh the seats were very comfortable so it got those basics right i thought pretty yeah. well yeah that's that's true the ambient lighting is excellent like better than like anyone else's so it's hard to compare it to like like you said we just drove the eqe last week and that felt luxurious genuinely but that was also a ground up ev it's also a bit more expensive you know e-class versus b-class i get it they're not on the same level this is a bit more of a taste of this actually reminded me of mercedes in europe where they have more cheaper models than we get in the US because in Europe, Mercedes is not just luxury. It's also, they have entry level models that we've never seen before. This mm -hmm. does not, this is like that weird middle ground because on one hand, it's a electric SUV with decent range, decent charging, pr pretty bad charging, but like sort of decent. I guess you're about to find out, um, but it's all about the curve. And so when you think about like, for example, comparing it to other things that are pitched as luxury SUVs. Um, the Audi e-tron, not the Q4, but the old e-tron, that one didn't have great charging, but the curve was decent. Like it held that peak speed that it could do for a long time, which means it really doesn't charge that slowly. I have a feeling this is the same way, 
um, it just doesn't really know what it needs to charge. Like when I plugged it in before this range test, it said one hour to full. And then after 12 minutes, it was full. I mean, I, I plugged in at pretty high state of charge, but it just had no idea. So there seems to be some quirks about it. The brake pedal feel is weird. Um, it just about the brakes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, There's sure. a lot of thoughts. Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about the. So it's weird because it's like an EV that doesn't really act like an EV. Like and here's where I, what I was saying with my earlier point. This is a great EV for people who aren't EV nerds, right? Like if you're getting out yeah. of a Model Y or you're considering a Cadillac <laughs> Lyric or something and mm-hmm. cross shopping with this, don't. It's a different kind of vehicle. However, let's say you are getting out of that kind of B, C-class Mercedes product or another luxury in, in ICE vehicle uh, with a torque converter automatic. This is going to feel familiar because it has creep. And I hope you like creep because I could not figure out a way to turn that creep <laughs> off. So what I mean by that is even though you have a paddle shifters and a steering wheel, you can go between drive, drive plus and drive minus, drive plus being coasting, drive minus being the most regen, drive being somewhere in the middle. Uh, even if you're in drive minus, what has the most regen, once you go below 10 miles an hour, it switches from very, I'll say quite aggressive regen, which I was impressed by yeah. to basically no regen and then just constant creep where there's not even, I couldn't find a hold function, which a lot of gas cars these days have like, uh, you know, a a hold function for traffic where you uh, tap on the brake pedal and the car stays in place. This, to my knowledge, I couldn't figure out a way to do that aside from selecting the park gear. So it's very, yeah. Yeah. Their priorities are just like different. Like for example, I think as, basically a Honda Civic as standard can come with brake hold, which this doesn't have, which is strange. The Honda Civic as standard. I don't know about standard, but um, for, for half this price, you can get a Honda Civic with really good, like self drive, not fully self-driving, but you know, kind of a almost level two quality system of like lane, keep assist um, like lane centering, adaptive cruise control, heated and ventilated seats, heated rear seats, like all the options this is missing can be found in a different car for half the price. And I will say perhaps boldly, but um, people might disagree. The, the material quality feels comparable to like a Honda Accord or something. It looks better. Like I think this looks more premium, but when you actually start touching things in the interior, you start to realize this is B class, not E class. I feel like that's always been, I mean, that's the luxury segment in a nutshell, right? You pay more and you get uh, diminishing returns uh, for that. That's just always the way it's been. It's interesting to see Mercedes carrying that over into into their EVs because thus far, right, the EVs we've seen from them have been higher end. So this is the first time we're really seeing the equivalent of like, let's say you mentioned it earlier, right? The Audi Q4 uh, e-tron, right? A kind of, mid to lower spec luxury vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it might just be um, we have to adjust, right? We've been in a lot of high-end, very nice EVs. This is our first time being in a very mainstream EV. Granted, it's not exactly priced like a mainstream EV, even compared to luxury competition like that Q4 e-tron. This is a little bit more expensive. Yeah. And I guess it depends what you're looking for in a car because even the Q4 e-tron, which is pitched as a more premium ID4 is lacking some things that ID4 tends to do better. It's just weird. Like this whole expectation based around one brand and there's other brands pushing the limits. Like for example, I felt like for this price, actually for cheaper, 
I'd be happier in an Ionic 5 or an EV6 that would have more options, feel, I don't know about more luxurious, but just like different luxurious. It's just like pushing the bars, what luxurious even means. And I think for a lot of people for a while, luxurious was kind of like a little bit futuristic, but also a little bit classy, just like bridging that gap, which I feel like Ionic 5 does well. And then you throw in GV60, which sure, Genesis is the premium brand over Kia and Hyundai. And that's like the same price as this and feels infinitely better, infinitely faster. The charging is like 2.5x the speed. Everything is better. And so I'm just like trying to think of who would actually buy this. If I mean, obviously people who are like, I want a Mercedes SUV and it's electric, so this is your only option. But if you're not tied to the Mercedes badge, who is buying this and why? Well, I think the fact that it shares a platform with the GLB, that it looks a lot like the GLB, and that it drives a lot like the GLB despite being an EV, those are all pluses for people who want to adopt this, uh, who I think mostly will be Mercedes brand loyalists, or of course, people shopping mm -hmm. in that luxury segment. So it's giving you all that, and it's doing it you know, just like a GLB. It's not even much faster than its gas equivalent. I think like if you pulled up to, let's say, a stoplight and you saw even a base spec, like lowest of the low Model Y, you'd have to start sweating because I don't think you'd beat it <laughs> in this. Yeah, it's funny. The GLB technically, I guess, depending on spec, goes 6.9 seconds, 0 to 60, which is 0.1 seconds faster than the base EQB, which is Right. Funny. We were driving at 350, though, which this does six seconds flat, right? Yeah, which is decent. That's the, that's on par with rear-wheel drive Mustang Mach-E, which has the Mustang name tied to it. So that's a whole other podcast segment is like, what does performance SUV even mean? But for this one, it's, it's an interesting placement and on one hand i am remembering that this can be spec'd with seven seats sure so can the model y but the model y with seven seats is a hilarious joke um i have tried that this sure the back seats if you hit the third row are for children but the boxy shape allows for that to be a bit more functional and so if you want an electric suv with seven seats i mean this is your only option under like six figures, I feel like. And great visibility because of that boxy shape. I noticed yeah. without any of the fancy, because it doesn't have a lot of them, but without any of the fancy technological aids, just looking at that rear view mirror, I was able to get a really great unimpeded view uh, yeah. of you know what's behind me. And I, I haven't been in the GLB before, but I take it to be, you know, that that's the same. So it's nice to see that in a world of EVs all being these like sport back coupe styled things, it's nice to see a very traditional boxy uh, SUV for people who want that. Yeah, exactly. I like the GLB styling. I like this styling. And well, I like that they didn't like make it all weird. If anything, they just made it a little bit better. That blade light look behind it is pretty cool. Um, the grill kind of blocks out is, yeah, I guess that's very Mercedes EQ styling. It looks like it fits in the lineup, which is almost surprising because this is not mechanically crowded. it doesn't <laughs> yeah mechanically yeah. it's kind of weird you open the lid or the hood and it's just like kind of a weird mess just like a lot of other adopted evs like the mazda mx30 for example um so i guess I'll, I'll wrap up first of all by mentioning go watch out of spec reviews kyle did a really good video it's 37 minutes long covering the eqb 300 and 350 both are formatic so four-wheel drive um so that's I mean, it's got its place. I get that. But it's an interesting thing to think about is what is luxury? And can they really get away with saying this is a luxury EV if it's 
able to be spec'd this way for this amount of money. It's just that costs return analysis. And I struggle to see it, but I, I mean, we, we want to know your all's thoughts in the comments. Yeah. Let us know, like, is this luxury? And like you were saying, Jordan, GV60, that exists. It almost feels like a trap card mentioning any of the Hyundai Motor Group products because they're so good. But every time, <laughs> yeah, like they're the, you got to mention them because they exist. They're out there. And um, if you can get your hands on one, you know, the value proposition of one of those seems to make this kind of questionable. Yeah, but we want to hear your thoughts. And if you disagree, tell us why, because we could be wrong. And actually, it is such a personal thing. I mean, a car is like clothes, like, you can't just tell someone they're wrong, even if they are dressed questionably. So let us know what your thoughts are on the EQB. Check out our EQB content on out of spec reviews. Um, got a range test coming up charge test. We already have reviews on this car. It's interesting. Let us know your thoughts. And we'll see you all in another episode very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.